Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Always love getting another piece of Warren after we hang out with him for an hour on Thursdays that on pain-free Fridays, it gives you this uh, sharp report as well. All right, Carver High, hour two here as we roll on. Yes. Uh, I wanted to mention real quick, uh, it's reminder to be on SportsGrid. Get the app. It's amazing. Follow your favorite hosts. It's got the TV side, the radio side, all the stories, videos, highlights, stats, analytics, odds, in-game odds. The Sports Grid app on iOS or Play Store for Android, and it's free. I think you're going to dig it. Go to sportsgrid.com slash watch to see all the platforms that you can find Sports Grid on, and you can watch the network right there. You can watch us every day on your phone on the app. It is synthetic, baby. You're going to love it. All right, uh, let's start with this uh, Evan Neal, who is public enemy number one in New York. I said earlier he's lucky this game isn't at uh, Giant Stadium on um, yeah. on Sunday because uh, they're going to ride him like a horse. Yeah, he made the big mistake you don't make really anywhere, but especially not in New York, and that's go after the fans, take a shot at the fans. You know, they flip hamburgers and hot dogs. Not smart. Uh, here's Evan Neal with the Can't walk backdoor back. apology, Scotty. The walking back apology from Evan Neal. Issued an apology on social media. What would you like to share with us today? Uh, that I'm remorseful, and um, I definitely could have used a better yeah, choice of words. Uh, you know, coming from humble beginnings myself, I never want to belittle anyone, uh, regardless of their financial status or their occupation. So I really just wanted to apologize for what I said. It's just too yeah, late for right. that. You know what? You know, it's just not good enough. Okay, once you attack the fans anywhere. You are going to live with it. It don't matter because everyone knows that they told him to apologize. They made him apologize. They made him put a tweet out. They made him stand in front of the mics and eat it. And I think, you know, generally, right, I'd say 90% of the time when you, you know, I've been doing this a long time. When you say something, generally you're thinking it. You don't just, oh, I I use a poor choice of word. No. I chose to say this, and now a bunch of uh, PR flackies are making me uh, apologize. It doesn't work. The fans have already picked their poison, and it will be him. They will go after this guy until he literally has to be traded. I mean, they're going to ruin his life from this day forward. That apology holds zero water. Zero indeed. We welcome in our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Friday, Sirius XM 159 Sports Byline. Great to have you with us. Twelve and a half is the number for Miami at home against the G-Men, 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 Big Blue. Forty-seven and a half is the total. I haven't seen one person uh, pick the Giants this week, uh, Scotty. It feels like everybody uh, is on the Dolphins to slaughter them, and that I'm sure it probably is going to happen, but we've seen a lot of really dumb things in the NFL this year. That's a big number at 12 and a half. Um, I could see the Giants covering on Sunday. Just say that. I could see him covering on Sunday. Listen, uh, I hate double-digit spreads in the NFL. This is a tease opportunity at best for me uh, where I'm not going to be involved in that number one way or the other. I don't care what I got to do, uh, where I got to pair it up. I'm going to find another leg to that tease. In, in one capacity or another. 
I don't want to lay 12 in any NFL game in terms of spread because here's where I come from. If you're laying 12, they score once, you're effed, okay? They score once, you're effed. Like last night, it was six. They scored first. I mean, you're already effed. They score again, you're done. And that's what it was. Last night, you know how quickly I was watching Sam Houston uh, when, when I was watching that uh, Bears game? Because I had watching it. I told you, I don't care if I get it wrong. And I meant it. Here's the deal. The minute they scored twice, I was gone. Sam Houston. And let me tell you what. The Sam Houston Liberty game was five times better than that NFL game last night. That that Sam Houston game went down to the last play. It was insane, that kid. Great game uh, last night in Conference USA. Uh, the Bengals head west to Arizona this week. Joe Burrow obviously has not looked like himself at all this year. When you can't throw the ball deep and you can't run, that's a problem. But Joe does say, Scotty, that this was the best he's felt after a game so far this year. So maybe good things to come. Here he is. Yeah, this is the best I've felt after a game, so I'm uh, optimistic. How do, you, how do you judge that? Just kind of wake up in the morning, just the amount of soreness? Like, what, what kind of goes into all that? Uh, basically, my mobility. Joe, are you able to, I mean, we're not there for all the practice. Very talkative about it, like too. Clearly wants to discuss more mobility and practice even today. Is that something that's just kind of growing as you go? Yeah, we're, you know, adding a little more each week. So, like I said, today felt good. I'm hoping to do a little more tomorrow, a little more the next day. Uh, so, I'm, I'm optimistic for, for that part of my game. Here's the deal. Hmm. He's getting $55 million a year. He has to do the press conference every week, and he has to answer questions because when you get that much money, you're the face of the franchise. You got to talk. Yes. Aaron Judge, they, he got to talk every day, just like Jeter used to. He didn't want to do it either. None of them want to do it, but that's part of the job, Romeo. Here's the problem I'm having, Mike. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's, yeah, okay, his calf has been the excuse for a month, but the reality is it's much deeper than his calf they aren't good on either side of the ball they are not a good football team this year they have shown no signs of anything at all they're not winning the north either unless they rattle off 10 straight wins because i'm not seeing it in fact yeah i'm not gonna be surprised at all if they lose this game on the road here uh sunday I, i'm not gonna be surprised at all i mean what What's their season high? 19 points? I mean, honestly, there's something wrong with this team, and it's deeper than his calf. They're just not good this year. Yeah. No, uh, there are other things going on. Obviously, the biggest thing is he doesn't look like himself, but Higgins is banged up. He's hurt. Uh, their defense doesn't look the same as it did the last two years. They have other issues. They're road favorites again. They're road favorites in Tennessee last week, of course, and didn't win. They're three points in Arizona against the Cardinals. 44 and a half is the total here. I, I think this one can kind of look like that Monday night game they won against the Rams. Like, I think they're going to have they, they have to pull it. Like, it's going to go all the way to the end. But I think that they're going to win it and cover it. You know, a lot of times you'll hear Warren on the show say, I'm not, I'm not getting involved in this game. I don't want to bet this game yeah. either. I, I just don't want to bet this game. You. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the window with about six, maximum seven games, right? And that's dangerous enough swimming with crocodiles. Not alligators, crocodiles. Mm -hmm. You know, the NFL pain day, we call it that for a reason. This will not be one of the games that I'm investing money in. I don't trust either one of these bums. I don't blame you. And that's why, Liz, we got plenty of games. You don't got to be there uh, for all of them, that's for sure. All right, we have other games that we're going to get to later on in the hour. Uh, you got Dr. Shivago coming up next. Then we'll do all the props in the lion's share. And then we will finish uh, all the games we haven't hit yet. Only audio I'm definitely going to play you is Dak Prescott, because I don't know if you saw him get very snippy yesterday uh, when they were asking him about the last few years losing to San Francisco. Can't wait. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The fans love Dr. Shivago, Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc on X. Sports Injury Central is the place to be for your inside skinny on injuries league-wide in everything, right? They got it all going on, NFL, everything, all sports. They are top-shelf status. All right, uh, Doc, let's do it. Uh, It's time to see uh, Cooper Cup finally. He's a go Sunday. He is a go Sunday. But is he going to see 70 snaps? I'm not so sure, right? He's going to play. This was an aggravation already from before, from the preseason. Are they going to risk overdoing it and aggravate it again and miss time? I think maybe not. And obviously with Puka Nakao, the the target share is a little different right now anyways. He's playing, but they may ease him into it. So Joe Burrow has been, uh, you know, elaborating that he's the best he's felt uh, at any point, camp or a month. This has basically been over a month. They played for a month, and this started in camp. So he says he's at his best right now. Are you buying it? Well, I could buy that he's feeling better than he's felt this season. I can totally buy that. I do not buy at all that he's 100% and there is no risk for aggravation anymore. Look, it was July 27th when it first happened, and it got aggravated in week two. So what, all of a sudden, in a couple weeks, he's 100%? Yes, he's off the injury report. That just means he is 100% playing, but it doesn't mean that he's 100%. Let's talk about Derek Carr. He played with that AC joint uh, problem, and he looked terrible. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he played because he got an injection. At least this week, he's been limited in practice, meaning he could do something. And some of not looking good could be the shoulder. The shoulder is one week better. But some of it also has to do with no practice with a new team, right? A new scheme, a new offense. And he did practice some. So I guess he can't look any worse. So we do expect him to do a little better this week. So you saw late in that game last week, Justin Herbert got his – finger broken or stepped on, cut, uh, definitely screwed it up. He had a splint on at the end of the game and was only taking uh, snaps uh, in in the shotgun. Is that what we're going to see again this week? Is he fine? I know it's not his throwing hand. Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, Justin Herbert is out this week because they have a bye. But the, when he does come back, I think he's going to be much better. Who knows? In the in the week off, may, they may do even a little surgery there. Yes, it's a good news that it is his non-throwing hand. It certainly affected him in the game in terms of shotgun only, and even in handoffs, and even in the one quarterback sneak that he ran, he couldn't really put two hands on the ball and reach the ball forward. He had to tuck it into his belly, and they didn't get it. They won that game. He's, he's going to play in the following week. At least he has an extra week to recover and uh, maybe have a smaller splint on the finger post-surgery. Well, let's say, uh, you know, if he has, if it's broken and he wasn't taking snaps under center, uh, broken fingers don't heal in a week. Okay, I've broken every finger on my hand 30 times playing basketball, and I'm here to tell you, they do not heal in a week. I don't care when he plays. He got a broken finger. He got a problem because those things hurt and they never heal. No question. You can't heal in uh, two weeks' time from the injury, but if you 
if it's not flopping around because there's some screws in it, it can help you a little bit. But yeah, it is an issue taking snaps under center, even if it's the right hand that's the top hand that takes the brunt of the blow. It is a ball security potential issue. What about the Eagles? They're uh, piling up injuries on the defensive side, particularly. Yeah, you know, when the news broke that Fletcher Fletcher Cox had an epidural steroid injection, and he was only at risk for maybe at worst missing one week. We're like, no, uh, this means he's got a nerve issue. He's going to miss time. One week would be the absolute best case scenario. Look, when you have a nerve compression injury, a nerve root injury issue, the potential of a disc surgery is ultimately on the table. We're not saying that he needs that, but we are saying that this is something to watch and it affects their depth. They've already had some defensive injuries, et cetera. Uh, Saquon Barkley uh, is allegedly back this week. Is he worth betting on? Uh, what do you think his snap count will be? Is he going to be in a limited role? I think so. I mean, it's not 100% guaranteed what he's going to do this week. Remember, it's the high ankle sprain that they were hiding initially. And uh, I don't see him taking 70 snaps this week and going 20-plus carries, et cetera. There's a chance he still might not play. The bottom line is, if he's on your fantasy team and you drafted him high, you almost have to play him. But otherwise, from a prop perspective or otherwise, I think you have to have guarded expectations on Saquon this week. So you saw the way Jamal Adams treated that doctor on the sideline after he had had a staggering, uh, he had no, you know, his vertigo was shot. He didn't know where he was. And he went in the tent, concussion protocol, starts arguing with the doctors. How many times in your two decades plus of uh, being a doctor on the sidelines for the Chargers, uh, did players start up with you and treat you like crap the way Adams treated that doctor the other night? Fortunately, not very often. Here's the difference. The Red Hats, they don't know the players, and the players don't know them. I understand why Jamal Adams was upset. I've been over a year recovering, and you're going to rule me out, and I feel fine. I get why he argued, and the NFL rightfully has not disciplined Jamal Adams. As a team doctor, we had relationships with players. There are times that, you know, in the frustration of battle, heat of battle, there's some, you know, harsh words. And, yes, it is something that it's hard. I remember my primary care doctor took uh, – uh, a linebacker, uh, Takeo Spikes, you know, Mr. Neck out to here into the locker room yeah. concussion. And he came back out saying, you know, I think he might slug me. And I was like, well, what happened? He goes, well, I told him the rules are he can't come back out on the sidelines. And he's like, I can't be there with my team. This is the Raiders. We're playing the Raiders. It's the Chargers. I can't go back out there. And I sort of chuckled and I said, A, he's not going to slug you. B, I can send in security. So I get where people are upset when you, in the heat of battle, when you tell them an answer that they don't like. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown has an abdomen issue. How's he doing? He missed some practices. We actually believe it's an abdomen slash groin issue. If you look at the first touchdown that he scores, he gets up and he kind of grabs at that uh, pelvic region, groin region, uh, and it is something to watch. Right now, he's doubtful. My guess is he wants to play, and the team is trying to say, hey, look, let's play the long game here. After that first quarter injury, he played through. He's as tough as they come, but it was only four catches for 32 yards the rest of that three-and-a-half quarters, and that's not his typical production. Do you think Von Miller will play for the Bills in London? He's going with them. And do you think the Steelers uh, should let Pickett play? Well, look, Von Miller isn't going to London to eat fish and chips. And he's even said it's 94.5% chance he plays, which means he's likely to play, I think, but he's not going to get 50 snaps. He's going to get 20, max 30 snaps. Kenny Pickett. They've got a bye next week, so you could make an argument to sit him, but he's probably angry to play with the brace. He's their starting quarterback, and he doesn't want to give that opportunity up. How many times did you see a guy like uh, Deshaun Watson where the doctors cleared him and he said, I'm not good to go, so I'm not listening to the doctors. How many times has that happened to you? Well, you know, it hasn't happened that often, but when it has happened, we've sort of known like – there have been situations where we say, 
medically you're safe to go, but a player will say, I can't really be effective. It usually has not been a last minute surprise, but that certainly can happen. Look, for someone to return to play, the doctor has to say yes, the player has to feel comfortable, and the team has to sign off saying it's a good idea. You need all three in order for someone to return to play. Doc, you're clearly the man. Great stuff. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll see you again next week on Coast to Coast. Thanks, buddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a whole new jungle. This is the Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. And how about their uh, 1500 first bet offer for all new BetMGM account users? How do you get it? Download the BetMGM app on iOS or Android in the Play Store or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up. Put at least 10 bucks into your account, start making bets, place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. So if you bet 1500 and you lose, they're giving you 1500 in bonus bets to have at it again. And that's a beautiful thing. So if the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled, okay? So calm down, Romeo. You're good to go at BetMGM with the uh, 1500 first bet offer. It's Gandhi. Go to betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Uh oh, it's time for our weekly glance with Carver High on the lion's share of all of his props. And let me tell you something, folks the passing, rushing, receiving, and anytime tutties, it's the gold standard of betting. It certainly is. Uh, let's kick things off as we do with the passing numbers first i'm going to start with cj stroud i told you earlier that i was going to go back to him later in the lion's share 246 and a half it's actually down a tick at this second scotty to 245 and a half but he's gone over this the last three weeks way over it the last three weeks he's throwing the ball the offense is moving i don't think atlanta's d is that great i think stroud gets over this again over 245 and a half for him You know, I love him. I think he's exciting. I think it'll be more difficult at the Benz against a hungry Atlanta team that's failed in the last couple of weeks, right? So I think it's going to be tough sledding for him in Atlanta going over that number. To New England England next where Mac Jones has been bad, uh, especially the last couple of weeks. Now, earlier this morning, Scotty, this was sitting at about 221.5, 222.5. It's down to 209.5 now. We're going under. He's under 209.5 the last two weeks against the Cowboys and the Jets. And the Saints defense, they're good. I mean, they haven't allowed 20-plus points in what is it now? 15, 16, 17 games. So good defense. Jones stinks under 209 and a half for Mac. Yeah, listen, I just feel like he's going over that number. I do. And I think the Saints have slipped 
and and I think their streak of uh, was it ended at 12 games. Okay, so uh, I think they're starting to come uh, down from their plateau where I think they were getting a little ahead of themselves like they were some special team. I'm not seeing that. I think he goes over 209 at Gillette because they know they can't let this slide continue. And O'Brien better get this offense clicking. They're going to start blaming him. I don't think 209 is that hard. I've seen a guy have three 360 games already this year. Yep, but he's had a bunch under two as well. So I'm going to lean over to that one. Josh Allen across the pond in London. Uh, now uh, 263 and a half is where this is at now. I think, Scotty, up, up, up and away for Josh against the Jaguars, just like last week. You know, I heard someone today say the MVP uh, after a month is Tua Tagovailoa, and I, I spit out my lunch. Uh, the MVP is Josh Allen who lit up the Dolphins and outplayed Tua Tagovailoa easily last week in Orchard Park. So they got it all wrong. And I'm with you. Over. Another under for you now. We'll go to Dak Prescott on Sunday Night Football in San Francisco. He's actually gone under 241 and a half a couple times already this year and was way under 241 and a half last year in San Francisco in the playoff game. I'm going under for Dak. I agree because uh, I think the Niners' defense is savage, and I think they're going to give him fits all night long, and I think they're going to rough him up and sack his ass several times. Let's go to the rushing now. I'm going to go back across the pond to the Bills and James Cook. I still think this number is too low, Scotty. Uh, it's now 55 and a half. It's gone up three yards since this morning. He's gotten this three out of four times already this year, especially in these games where the Bills get up big, and then he comes in and just pounds yards and gets over this number. So let's try that again for Cook with the Bills on Sunday. Anything uh, that you're cooking with Cook and the Bills, I'm cooking too and eating. Uh, the Allen, the Cook. I mean, anything else you want to throw in there? Because I'm all in. All in uh, for the Bills over in London. Next, we'll go to Miami with Raheem Mostert. Last week, the entire Dolphin offense, Scotty, got a little backed up up in Buffalo against the Bills. We know that A-Chan also is getting some snaps now in the backfield. But Mostert at 48.5, actually down to 45.5 at this second. I think against the Giants, where if the Miami does dominate this game, it's going to get hot. Giant defense might get tired. Lots of Mostert over 45.5 for him. Oh, I mean, they are going to do whatever they want all day long. Are you kidding me? That number, he'll be done with that in the first seven minutes. <laughs> Derrick Henry finally got going last week. Uh, I think he's going to continue to get going. He's got a lot of success, of course, against the Colts in his career. This is up to 77 and a half. I'm not as scared of that either. Over 77 and a half for Henry against the Colts. Oh, I think he's going to have a buck 20 in the game. So 75 is like halftime. Uh, from your lips to God's ears. Next, uh, Jets and Denver. Brees Hall. This is where he got hurt last year, Scotty. He ripped off a long touchdown run against the Broncos. Got hurt. Now he's back. No snap count this week. And we have Hall sitting at 60 and a half. It's up a yard from this morning. I think he goes over. Jets run the rock against the Broncos. Again, uh, I, this is uh, personal. They're, they're denying it because they don't want to play into the media's hands here, but the Jets want this game more than any game, more than the Kansas City game, more than the Buffalo game that they won. This is the game. They said it then and then regretted saying it, that mark your calendar, week five, they're going to Denver, and they want this game. I think Brees Hall, I could care less that he blew his knee out in Denver. It's ridiculous. What is there, an omen? What's next? There's an exorcism? Okay, he's going to have a big game because he's a badass and because the Broncos' defense is wretched. He's going he going over. He's going over easily. Let's go to the receiving now. Uh, same situation in Miami as I talked about with Mostert. I think their offense needs to get re-jump started after a tough week in Buffalo. That includes Tyree Kill, who's actually been slow the last couple of weeks. This is up to 91 and a half right now. I think we get Hill back into triple digits this Sunday against the Giants. I believe he'll catch a 70-yard bomb for a touchdown, mm. and then he'll have 
about five or six other targeted catches and go well over a buck and a half. The Giants stink, and there's not one guy on that entire team that even can try to stop him. They're not one guy. This is like last week with Jefferson against Carolina. They don't have one guy quality enough to stop him. Jefferson, boom, had a huge game touchdown. They won the game. Same thing here. There isn't one guy that can stop Cheetah. He's going off at Hard Rock. I think Justin Jefferson goes off too. Uh, I know the Chief D has been pretty good, but Scotty, I don't care who the opponent is. This dude's got a buck 20 plus every single week. He's on pace for like 2,400 yards this year uh, with the start that he's on. And now it's up to 105 and a half. Double J over 105 and a half for the Vikings. Yeah, I got a hard time uh, going against anything this cat does. Uh, he's yes. he's another one. You just <laughs> you bet against him, and you are just living a, a long day with a lot of heartburn. Uh, I'm over. No question. Uh, and the final receiving one I got for you is George Kittle for the Niners on Sunday night. This number is at 39 and a half now. It's down the yard. He had 95 against the Cowboys in the playoff game last year. He's off to a slow start. It's been all McCaffrey. I know that. Kittle always beats up the Cowboys over 39 and a half Sunday night. Um, whatever you say, uh, he has done nothing all year. So he has. I don't know what's wrong with George Kittle, but they don't even throw to him anymore. It's just embarrassing. So I don't know if he's going to do it. I really don't. We'll get him going on Sunday night. Get him cooking. All right, Tutties, let's go. Ravens into the place the Steelers play. Usually hold Lamar down, but he's got some Tutties against him, plus 130. I think it's a good number. I mean, this is automatic. I mean, this guy's going in. He'll be the first one in the end zone. Uh, the first drive of the game, he's going in. Uh, I wanted to get a Bill touchdown in. Like you said, you can't have enough Buffalo Bills this week across the pond in London. I thought the prices for some of the guys like Diggs were maybe a little too low. You know, I didn't want to do minus 125 for Diggs. But plus 155 for Gabe Davis, I'm willing to go there, Scotty. I mean, this guy's capable every week of having at least one or two touchdowns. I'm all in on anything the Bills are doing. A uh, buck fifty-five, that's free lunch to me. Uh, I was taking some shots at the Saint offense earlier, but New England's a little banged up in the secondary. They traded for J.C. Jackson this week. They need some help. Chris Olave for the Saints. Let's get him in. I like it, Scotty, at plus 190. Almost 2-1 to one for Olave to find the end zone. I'm going there. Yeah, I think the Saints suck. I say no. <laughs> uh, kind of combo with Stroud here. Tank Dell. He had a couple of really big games. Was kind of quiet last week. I'm going back to the tank at plus 220 with Stroud in Atlanta on Sunday. Why not? I don't have a problem with that. I mean, uh, he likes throwing to him, and he's going to be slinging it all day. So we'll see if he comes up big at the bends. And last one, uh, I've seen tight ends get all over the place on the Chiefs so far this year, including all the Jet guys last Sunday night. How about Hawkinson at plus 160 on Sunday? I like that because he's hard to deal with. He's a big monster, and he gets his way. And you can put hands all over him. He still catches it. He's a great tight end. And they, you know, throw to him and Jefferson. That's how yep. they win. Yep. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um. You know, before it uh, fades off and people forget uh, about uh, Dick Butkus passing, I just wanted to say, Carver High, that uh, I got to tell you, in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like that guy or, uh, frankly, Jack Lambert. For my money, uh, they were the two best middle linebackers I ever saw, and they're both uh, gold jackets. They're both in Canton. Um, I think, I'll say it, I, I thought they were both vicious, right? And they were ball eaters. But I think... Buckus was way more violent than Jack Lambert. I mean, when when Buckus hit you, you hurt for three days. I mean, you woke up Wednesday and you still felt Dick Buckus. He was a vicious, nasty, violent hitter, and he meant business on Sundays. And every year, he was the king. Uh, And he was Pro Bowl every year, Hall of Fame right in the door. I mean, he had problems with the Bears, too. He sued them for money's owed and you know, over the years, and but just a incredible, what a beast he was. I mean, if I were on the other team, and I saw that guy breathing smoke on a Sunday in cold weather, I'd be like, you know what? My hamstring's killing me. I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with this guy today. This guy's crazy. I want no part of him hitting me because that guy hit people, and literally, he almost killed them. He was the most unbelievable, savage middle linebacker, I think, ever. Played in a much different time, too, right? Uh, with, the, the, with how physical he played. Just a different time the NFL was when uh, Butkus and Lambert uh, were taking people's heads off <laughs> over the middle. You come in there, ballpark. Oh. Like you said, you were going home with a couple of ice bags <laughs> after you were done. Just a tough scene. Yeah, tough loss. But who hasn't had a problem? You mentioned you had a problem with the Bears. Who hasn't had a problem with the Bears? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, everybody right. has a problem with right. the way they do things over right. at that organization, that's for sure. All right, we have a few games left we haven't talked about yet, uh, at least in terms of the numbers, etc. Kansas City, off of a, uh, you know, lackluster performance against the Jets, although they did win on Sunday night, now go to Minnesota Thanks to, to the face refs. the Vikings. Thanks to the refs. This has gone down all week long. It is now minus three and a half. For Kansas City and a healthy 52 and a half for the total. I think this line um, kind of smells uh, to me, Scotty. And I'm just going to, I'll tell you now, I think the Vikings suck, but I think they're going to win on Sunday. Vikings outright, they're going to beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are ripe uh, to lose a game on the road here this week in Minneapolis against the Vikings. I think it's a, a good bet. I do. And uh, I think they, uh, the refs helped them win the Super Bowl. They helped him win uh, against the Jets. I think the NFL has a fascination with the uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they won them on uh, Championship Sunday and Super Bowl Sunday on everyone's television set. And that's just all there is to it. Like, the calls in that Jet game were abhorrent. They were so bad. And yep. uh, I never stopped saying it. I think the NFL refs are just the worst. They're, they're awful. And I'll tell you why. I think it's because they're all 100 years old. I mean, it's geriatric city out there. These guys can't even run, and they're always in the way, falling down. They're a mess, and they can't. I'll never forget this year seeing that Amari Cooper call. Honestly, oh. like the guy was two feet in bounds. A guy called him out of bounds, standing right over it. It's embarrassing, but they'll do anything to get the Kansas City Chiefs in. I hope your bet is right. I hope the Vikings win. I hope the Chiefs lose every game they play. Uh, the Eagles head west to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, as you and the Doc were talking about. Cooper Cup is going to play, make his first uh, start of the year for the Rams. This one also, minus four and a half for Philadelphia, road favorites. Getting the Rams at home, plus the four and a half. Another pretty big total, 50 and a half. I'll tell you this much the Eagles never lose on the road, but that number to me is juicy at four and a half with the Rams. I could see Philly winning uh, by three or four. I think the hook might be valuable. I I think so, too. Uh, I lean Rams uh, with that number. I I think I'm going to be with you dancing uh, with the dog at home. All right, the big game of the week is, of course, the Cowboys and the Niners. uh, Big boy game Sunday night. 
uh, in primetime. Of course, the Cowboys have had their season ended the last two years by the Niners in the playoffs. And I guess, Scotty, you're not allowed to bring that up with Dak Prescott anymore. You're just not allowed to remind him that they've lost to the Cowboys the last few years. Let's hear him. Is that right? What was the feeling leaving that locker room last January against those guys? I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going into this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Because that lost drive you guys. I mean, every, every day. Uh, <laughs> every day. Every day, Todd. Every day. <laughs> Look, wow. um, right. here's the deal. They lose to them because they're not on their uh, level. Uh, the Niners are better than the Cowboys, and they're going to prove it again Sunday night. And this guy's worst nightmare is the San Francisco 49ers. But he's not the only guy having that problem. I think yeah. everyone has that problem, including Philly. Uh, you don't want to play this team. But look, I don't think that they're invincible, Mike. You know, everyone treats them like they're invincible, and I don't believe that. I do believe they're the top two teams in the NFC are Philly and San Francisco. It ain't Dallas. I think Dallas is top five in the NFC, but they can't beat them. And let's see Sunday night if they can beat them. Uh, And then we've already seen the Niners go into Dallas and kick their teeth in. So we know they can win in in Dallas. So there's no advantage for the Cowboys, even at uh, Jerry's world. Yeah, it's three and a half now here Sunday night, 45 flat for the total. Uh, They're not on that. You're right. It's the the 49ers and the Eagles are like the top tier. The Cowboys are on the next tier. I don't know if anybody else in the NFC is with them and all the Lions and all these other teams, but they're not on the level of those top two, at least not yet the Cowboys, as far as I'm with you 100%. I think the Lions have proven they can win a big game. They did it against Kansas City in the opener. Uh, They've looked relatively sharp. You deal with them, you got a problem in your hands. I think Dallas has shown they can be really good, and they've also shown they can be really bad. And here's the deal. In big games, they have laid eggs. In big games, in playoff games, they lay eggs. It's been going on for 25 years. I'm not buying into anything, Dallas, when all they do is disappoint every year. First of all, I've hated them my whole life. I'm a Steeler fan, so how do you like us? I know you love us because we got all them Super Bowl trophies. Thanks so much. But then they beat us in the Super Bowl. It killed me. All I know is I hate them. I don't give a rat's ass what their problems are. In fact, I hope they have more problems. Uh, there was, while we're still at the Niners, there was a couple trades today. I think we quickly mentioned that Chase Claypool earlier went from the Bears to the Dolphins for the seventh-round pick. He's had all kinds of problems. Randy Gregory, uh, Scotty, who last year signed that big deal in Denver, they now ship him out to San Francisco as they swap seventh and sixth-round picks. So there was talk earlier in the week that they were going to release Randy Gregory. Now he goes to the Niners, uh, Scotty, where I'm sure he'll be... Uh, he'll be a Boy Scout there, right? Because they're the best team in the league. Uh, he'll be good there, Randy Gregory. I think anyone that plays there, their schemes make them better players. I think their system yeah. works for anyone that they put in there and inject into that uh, defense. It's already good. And, you know, we'll see if he makes them better. He wasn't doing anything. So no. I'm, I'm a little tepid on that like i'm not like jumping in like oh wow they got randy gregory he's been it's no a cost. little bit shot right yeah and it's no cost uh, you're talking sixth and seventh round picks it's the same thing with claypool for the dolphins like he's been a problem he clearly didn't want to be in chicago whatever the situation was there he's been a problem since his first year with the steelers he was great his first year with the steelers and then it's Listen. just been all downhill for him since the the best football he played ever was at notre dame and at at the steelers since then his problem is he's a prima donna and no one can stand him part of it and he thinks he's super special and really at the end of the day he's been a hack since he left pittsburgh and he's now on his third team and it all starts in my view when you put on that gold helmet and people tell you how wonderful you are playing in South Bend for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Half of these kids, they don't even, I mean, they're like, oh, my God, he played at Notre Dame. You're super special. Okay. And then he went to the Steelers. They got the most out of him, 
And then he was miserable there. He is a miserable, spoiled brat. That's his problem. No one wants to say it because he's an NFL player making a lot of money. But the reality is this, is that uh, Chase, is a, is a, he's acted like a child. They, he's on his third team because he's a spoiled brat who thinks he's better than he is. Let's. Uh, I got two more for you quickly. Lions laying the nine and a half at home against Carolina, forty-four total. Not, Lions going to cover that big number? You know, I, I, honestly, I think they will. I do too. Uh, I think the Lions will cover the big number as well. And finally, the Jets in Denver, Broncos minus two and a half, forty-three and a half the total. I, I gotta go green here. Gotta go green uh, for you in that one. There it is. Uh, we got through. All of the NFL uh, there, Scotty. We actually did uh, for you. I had some best and worst of the ATS. Uh, we will update those after our games this weekend because I have a lot of college football to get to you, and I don't want to leave any of it out. We got college football to get to. We have all the baseball playoffs starting tomorrow as well. So you'll do more NFL with Adam Kaplan uh, coming up, of course, uh, in hour number three on C to C. College football, two games tonight for you actually scotty here they are kansas state now 11 and a half laying on the road at stillwater against the cowboys nebraska going to illinois fighting illini minus three and a half 42 and a half the total there a couple of uh power five games for you on a friday night okay here's the deal on these games um Kansas State's top five in everything on offense top five in everything on defense in in the in the conference and Oklahoma State is next to last in everything. Offense, rushing, passing, and defense, points allowed. Uh, Gundy's finished at Oklahoma State. He's going to get fired because it's over. The run is over. They are awful, and Kansas State should go in there and kick their ass. And then in the other game, I'm with Morency. I think Nebraska has a shot tonight in Champaign to win outright. I I think Bielma, his team is average at best. Now, I heard all this rhetoric today. They're going to win one for Butkus, and I am just not having that ham sandwich. Okay, <laughs> thanks so much. None of those kids could give a rat's ass about Dick Butkus, okay? They don't even know who he is. It's very – I don't disagree with you there. Uh, look, Oklahoma State – they lost at home to South Alabama this year. They didn't just lose at home to South Alabama. They got racked uh, by South Alabama at home. I just don't see how they slow down uh, Kansas State at home tonight. Howard. They got no offense. They can't score points. They, they can't score Oklahoma State. I just don't see how they're going to be able to do it. So I'm going to lady 11 and a half with K-State. And I like the under in that Nebraska game. I, think it, Nebraska, I hope Nebraska wins. I hope everybody get, gets their bets there. But I feel like it's like 16-10. Uh, Nebraska's going to win the game. Some kind of ugly game tonight. Uh, Big Ten style. So I'm going to go under uh, the 42 and a half with that one. We'll come back and we'll get into tomorrow's games, including, of course, the Red River rivalry. Oklahoma and Texas at the Cotton Bowl. I have Steve Sarkeesian for you uh, when we come back to start that one up. And I got tons of dog day afternoon action and top 25 games. I think a ton of them are going to cover the dog. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um. Mike, what's uh, Sarkeesian saying about this game tomorrow in Dallas? Yeah, big one, of course. Texas and Oklahoma. He was asked this week, is Texas the best team in the country? Well, here's his response. Head coach at Texas, so I'm going to ask you point blank, are you coaching the best team in college football? And how does it feel to hear that question two years after five and seven? That's for you guys to answer. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a vote. I'm not in the coach's poll, so I don't have a vote. But some of you in this room do. Um, uh, <laughs> but anyhow, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, obviously, it's, it's, it's uh, flattering to some degree, the fact that the product that we're putting on the field uh, is one that, that people appreciate the, the way that we're playing. And I think our players have earned um, – the respect of some of that that feel that way and and hopefully we can continue to do that um, but there's a lot of football left this year you know we haven't even hit the halfway point and ultimately like I've said all along our goal is to be in Arlington December 3rd and try to win a big 12 championship I think they're gonna win I think they're gonna beat them I think uh, I, I don't disrespect what Venables is doing or what Gabriel's doing for the Sooners I just think uh, Texas uh, is on a different plane. I really do. I think they're on the next floor up at least. Uh, size, speed, skill, quarterback, everything. I do think yours is better than Gabriel. I do think uh, Sarkeesian's staff is better than Venables. I do think Texas is a better football team. We'll see. Obviously, Oklahoma can win the game. Somebody has to win. I, I, you know, I already learned my lesson with Texas. I bet against yeah, them and Texas, I hate it. Texas whitewashed him 49 nothing last year. I don't think it's going to be like that, but I'm with you. I think Texas wins. I think they cover this five and a half. Total 60 and a half. I think you'll go over that too, Scotty. I think we would get some points on both sides, uh, but with Texas actually covering it. Uh, we will come back. I got a lot more. Like you said, tons of big games uh, on college football Saturday that we have to discuss. I love it. And you know what? I'm telling you, there's all kinds of opportunities to make money tomorrow with dogs. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.